listen, you can always tell as far as the state-run media, rather it's print, internet, television, you can always tell when something is going wrong for the Democrats, when something is going wrong for and something is going wrong for Obama. You can, you can always tell because there's a creation of something that is supposed to not necessarily get the other side off message, but to try to stop the momentum of the other side. Now, For three weeks, maybe a little longer, maybe a little shorter. I'm not exactly 100% sure on the time frame. Trump has been doing this outreach, this black vote outreach. Now, when it first started, everybody laughed. Everybody laughed. Now, on this show... For the past year, we have talked about Republicans needing the black vote. And the fact that the whole, what I call it, the, the, the whole boondoggle, the whole, the whole propaganda of Republicans have to get the Latino vote or they're not going to win. Uh, elections ever again. It's it's always just been a a fantasy. Like I said, boondoggle, myth, whatever you want to call it. Because ultimately, it's big business. Rather, it's the Walmart family or it's uh, the Koch brothers or uh, Rupert Murdoch. It's big business wanting cheap labor. And in turn, it's a battle to do nothing as far as uh, Congress is concerned, to raise money, but more importantly, it's a game that the Democrats drew Republicans in. It's like a trap. They trapped them into this, well, you got got to have that Latino vote. You got to do the Latino vote. You got to have the Latino vote. That's what you got to focus on. What about the black vote? No, 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 no. That's our vote. You got to go with the Latino vote. That's the vote. That's the vote. And then so you get uh, the mouthpieces to talk about the Latino vote. The autopsy. We got to do the autopsy. Look, look at George Bush. The, he won. And he won, and look, he got the Latino vote. You need the Latino vote. Romney lost, didn't have the Latino vote. McCain lost, didn't have the Latino vote. You got to have the Latino vote. That's the other way you got to do it. Yeah, but what about the black vote? No, 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 no. But the black vote's always just been sitting out there. It's always just been sitting out there. And remember, the Democrats are the party of segregation. The Democrats are the party of Jim Crow. Democrats are the party of Robert Byrd. Democrats are the party of a crime bill. 
passed by Bill Clinton, signed by Bill Clinton, that put individuals in prison for 100 years for a vial of crack cocaine. But that vote's always been out there. I mean, granted, Obama got, you know, 99% of the vote, (laughs) whatever whatever the hell it was. Of course, you, you, you had black folk voting for Obama just for the fact that he was black. They take Obama out of there. Talking about 9% he normally goes to the Democrats. I mean, it's a, it, it, it's, it's a block that Republicans don't even try to do. They, they, it's, they, it's, they've written it off. And they don't even push back. They don't even push back when Democrats talk about voter ID laws being racist. And being put in a place to stifle the black vote. They don't even push back. They don't even, they, 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 they don't even push, you never, they just don't. You don't hear Paul Ryan. You don't hear anybody. You don't hear anybody push back in a way that common folk would understand. And just list all the things that we do in our daily lives that we need an ID for. And apply that to voting. And just say, listen, if it's racist to show ID to get on an airplane, because that's what you're saying, You're, you're, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to change a lot of things in this country. So they never push back. They never push back. They let Democrats get away with monopolizing the black vote. Trump comes out and says, "You know what, guys?" You know what, my black brothers and sisters, for the past seven and a half years, I have heard black pundits, black leaders, the president, (coughs) talk about inequality for black folk. I have seen... Academy Awards, music, every aspect of our social lives oppressing black folk. I've seen it. You've talked about it. The president talked about it. Al Sharpton's talked about it. Everybody's talked about it. It's been going on for seven and a half. It's been going on for years, longer than that. Longer. And I hear you. I hear you. I feel your pain. And here's the thing. I want to help you. I'm a Republican. I want to help you. Because all of these things you've been going through, the Democrats haven't done a thing for you. The Democrats have been in power 
for the last seven and a half years. The media will try to disconnect all of the issues and all of the problems that all of you are having in your communities. And they will try to disconnect the president and the Democrats from these issues. But I'm here to tell you, Democrats have been in charge for seven and a half years. And two of those seven and a half years, they've controlled every aspect of government. And for the remainder, the remainder, they've controlled two of the three aspects of that government. And they've done nothing for you. So Trump comes out and tells all the black folk, you're right, I hear you. Academy Awards, racist. The MTV, the Grammys, racist. CBS, racist. No strong black character, racist. Hollywood, Hollywood. Hacked emails, racist. Everybody's racist, everybody's racist. And it's the Democrats' fault. So then all of a sudden, all the black pundits, the Charles Blows, the, the Eugene Robinsons, they all go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, time out. This isn't good. This is not good. Hold on, this is not good. All of a sudden, this presidential candidate is putting back together what we've disconnected, which is Democrats, Obama, and the problems that are going on in the black community. We've been successful for seven and a half years, for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, to be able to disconnect ourselves, the Democrat Party, from any problems that are happening in the black community. And now here comes this guy connecting it. Okay, wait a minute. We got to change our strategy. So then you get Charles Blow and you get Eugene Robinson especially Eugene Robinson, to write an article in the Washington Post and say, the things that Trump are saying are, are just wrong. There, there might be problems in pockets, pockets of the black community, but by and large, the black community uh, leads a uh, pretty, pretty good middle-class life. When did this happen? One day, Don Lemon is doing his show going, I don't know what Donald Trump's talking about. I live in Harlem. I live in a really nice building. I live with a bunch of educated people. I don't see the things that... Do- now, all of a sudden, all these things we've been hearing about. Hell, you, you put football on, and you got Colin Kapatrick and, and Nick Kapatrick, whatever his name is, and other football players all taking kneels. Uh, kneel down during the national anthem, F the country, we've oppressed black people. You got all this going on. But yet Eugene Robinson and Charles Blow and all the other black pundits, Don Lemon, are like, no, 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 everything's going good. Why? Because Donald Trump is putting back the disconnect that they all created. They created the disconnect. So Trump puts the disconnect back together. He goes to a black church. He goes to Detroit. He's with 
Ben Carson. They're touring his neighborhood. And all of a sudden, the pundits, the Charles Blows, the U.G. Robinsons are going, oh, wait a minute. Because the black folk in these areas are going, yeah, 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 you're, you know, you're right. What have the Democrats done for us? You got P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Sean Combs, whatever you want to call them, saying, hey, everybody, hey, all my black brothers and sisters, don't run out and give Hillary Clinton your vote yet. I'm not saying vote for Trump, but don't just blindly give it to Hillary. What have they done for us? All of a sudden, the Trump message is working. All of a sudden, that disconnect that the media and the Democrats are so good at doing is being put back together. And it's starting to work. It's starting to work. So instantly, you see black pundits in the Washington Post and BuzzFeed and Vox, Trevor Noah on Comedy Central. Oh, Trump pandering to black people. Trump is a, it's a joke. What he did. A, and don't forget, Hillary Clinton's talking about having hot sauce in her purse. Hillary Clinton tells a group of black people on the radio, That she carries hot sauce in her purse. Just like the song Formation. Where Beyonce talks about hot sauce in in her swag bag or bag swag or whatever the hell it is. And no one says a thing. Nobody goes, wow. Pandering to the 900th degree. And she even says, when they go, people are going to say you're pandering. And she goes, ah. Am I? Am I doing a good job? (laughs) So Trump goes out there, meets a black folk. People came away going, you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to vote for him. But, you know, maybe I'm going to have to rethink some things. Oh, forget about it. Democrats losing their minds. And then a new poll comes out that takes Trump from 1% to something like 11%. And that's it. Over. Finished. So now, playing out today, Donald Trump. All you black people, don't forget, he is the father of the birther movement. All of a sudden, the birther movement, all of a sudden, the birther situation is now all anyone will talk about. Rather, it's Chris Cuomo, rather, it's Anderson Cooper, rather, it's Don Lemon, rather, it's Walt Blitzer, rather, it's Chris Matthews. Why is that happening? Because Trump's making inroads with black folk. Hillary Clinton's poll numbers are sinking into the toilet. And the states that Trump needs to win have a bunch of black folk in them. And remember, sure, Trump might not get 50% of the black vote, 60% of the black vote, 70% of the black vote. He might not even get 20% of the black vote. But 
guess what? If Hillary Clinton doesn't get 95% of the black vote, she loses. So if black folk go, you know what? I don't like Donald Trump, but F Hillary Clinton and F the Democrats, I'm done participating in this democracy. Because rather I participate and I vote for a Democrat and I go to rallies for Democrats and I give them 5 or $10 of my hard-earned money, at the end of the day, they do nothing for me. So it really doesn't matter if I have Hillary Clinton or I have Donald Trump. Because I voted for Obama, I gave to Obama, and at the end of the day, I'm no worse off than if Mitt Romney was the president. I'm at the same job I've been at for the last seven years. I'm making the exact same wage I was making seven years ago. So Obama has done nothing for me. So guess what? I'm done. So yeah, he's not going to vote for Trump, but he's not going to vote for Hillary. He's not going to vote, or she's not going to vote. And if Hillary doesn't get 95% of the black vote, she doesn't win. She doesn't win. So in a state like Ohio, state like Pennsylvania, a state like Michigan, when you have these states that have a decent population of black folk, and that black folk doesn't come out to vote for Hillary, that state turns red. Because you're talking about states that were decided by a hundred or two hundred thousand votes. You're talking about states that were not California landslides, that were not New York landslides. You're talking about states that if you look at the Electoral College, you look at the popular vote, and you look at who voted, and at the end of the day, what were the tallies? You're talking about hundred to 200,000 votes. Talking about one or two percentage points. Not all those states, but a few of those states. And if you take a some game of five, six, seven percent, And some of these polls that have Trump at 11% with black folk, and he was polling at zero, if you take Trump at 10 or 11%, and maybe you hit Hillary with 10 to 15% less than Obama, you've got a 25% swing. 25% in a state that Obama won by 100,000 votes? 200,000 votes. 
I mean, you're talking about serious panic. And so now, the birther question is back in the spotlight. And the way the media tries to play the birther question, or the way they put the narrative of the birther question is race. Trump did that because Obama was black. It was all about him being black. They did it because he was black. Now, the only reason they're saying that it has to do with race is because when the Democrats and Hillary Clinton created the birther movement, it was all about race. When Hillary Clinton was battling Obama back in 07-08, it was all about race. When Bill Clinton said Obama's run for the nomination is a fairy tale. It's 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 a fantasy. It's a joke. And then said, "Listen, Jesse Jackson won South Carolina. All right, rest my case. Mic drop." What Bill Clinton said was, "Hey, guess what? That black guy won it. And what happened? You tell me what happened." You had surrogates out there saying Obama was a drug dealer. You had Geraldine Ferrara, the head. She 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 was the head, or one of the heads of Hillary Clinton's campaign, saying, "Listen, Obama's only where he is." Obama is only getting this treatment. Obama is only Obama because he's black. Who's the Obama people that released the pictures of him in the African garb? It was the Clinton people that put the memos together to say, We need to portray him as un-American. It was Bill Clinton who called Ted Kennedy and said, a couple years ago, this Obama would have been carrying our bags. So now the media is bringing the birther movement back up and saying, to the black folk that are starting to respond to Trump, hey, remember, Trump started the birther movement, and he did it because the president was black. He did it because he's a racist. He did it solely based on race. Solely based on race. And they're only saying that because when they did it, it was based on race. 
remember, I've said this before. Trump was a racist, okay? If he was a bigot, if he was somebody that didn't like black people, we would have known about it. There would have been a Paula Dean moment. There would have been stories about housekeepers and other workers being dressed up like slaves and hosting dinner parties. The only thing they could point to is some housing discrimination case back in the 70s when Trump's dad was still in control. And housing discrimination cases are a dime a dozen. Aside from that, there is not one thing. There's not one credible thing. Rather, it's, listen, if you're going to bring up a disgruntled employee who goes, one time I heard Donald Trump say this. Okay, sure. Stop. You can look through the history, rather it's Jesse Jackson who has praise for Donald Trump, or even Al Sharpton, and it really doesn't do the Democrats in the Hillary Clinton campaign any good when they release pictures of social events from 10 plus years ago of... Bill Clinton and Donald Trump at the Trump Towers or on a golf course. The Clinton Foundation, the Presidential Archives, just released a a, a trove of pictures. And I'm not real sure why they think that helps them. If anything, if anything, it helps Trump. Because if he's such a racist, if he's such a bigot why the hell would Bill Clinton be hanging out with him why would Hillary Clinton be going to his wedding she could say well I was in the the neighborhood we got an invite I figured it'd be fun let's see what it's like really so if somebody invited you to a Klan rally you would say well you know I'm in the neighborhood Uh, I figure hey maybe it'll be fun let's Let's watch him burn a cross. No one does that. If somebody's a racist, if someone's a bigot, if someone's a xenophobe, if someone is all of these things, why would you hang out with them socially? Why would you golf with them? Why would you go to their wedding? Why would you do anything with them? So it's obvious the Democrats are freaking. Hillary Clinton is freaking. And now, because of all the email stuff, the Democrats, Hillary Clinton, 
the media, they all got to communicate with each other through, like, carrier pigeon. They got to they take little notes and put it on a pigeon's foot. They got to have that pigeon fly to New York and fly to California and fly to Washington and give everybody their marching orders. Because MSNBC is pounding on it, CNN is pounding on it, NBC, CBS, everybody is pounding on it. It's like when a catastrophe happens and every single network is covering it. It's the same thing with this Trump was the father of the birther movement. Trump was the father of the birther movement. Don't you understand? He was doing this because the president was black. So he was trying to discredit the first black president. It has nothing to do with the first black president. It has to do with the fact that he's a Democrat. Trump was converting to the Republican Party. Trump was trying to help Mitt Romney. Trump didn't just wake up and say, you know what? I don't think the president was born in the United States. Hmm. It was about the Republican Party. It was about Mitt Romney. It was about being let into the club. We've had this discussion about Trump before. We've talked about the establishment. We've talked about everybody, whether it's Paul Ryan, whether it's McCain, whether it's Romney, Lindsey Graham, Rand Paul. We talked about how they treated Trump in the past. Trump always just wanted to be taken seriously. He always wanted to just be welcomed as a political player. But nobody ever gave him the respect. Sure, is it an ego thing? Yeah. But we all know what it's like. We all know what it's like. There's aspect. I mean, why is Trump resonate? Because as much as you hate him, or as much as you go, ugh, every once in a while he'll say something or do something, and you identify with what he has said. And you're like, yeah, okay, he's got a point there, yeah. Now you could say, well, a broken clock is right one time a day. But let's face it. He did what he did for the Republican Party. John McCain wasn't going to do it. Republicans don't do what they need to do to win. There's no Lee Atwaters anymore. There's no Lee Atwaters anymore. The closest you had was Karl Rove. And let's face it. Karl Rove won. I don't like Karl Rove. But remember, Karl Rove won. He won two elections. 
He didn't run Romney's campaign. He didn't run McCain's campaign. He won two elections. He's the closest to a Lee Atwater. But since then, McCain's people, garbage. Romney's people, garbage. And everybody associated with Republicans in the Senate and in the House, garbage. They're terrified. They're scared. They don't know how to handle the media. They don't know how to handle social media. So Trump had to come and say, I'll do the birther thing. Oh, okay, you'll do it for us? You'll do it? Because John won't do it. He, no, he won't do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Remember, nobody condemned Trump. No one condemned him. Nobody said, I'm appalled. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Nobody did that. Mitt Romney put his arm around Trump and said, it's a great honor to have Donald Trump endorse me. That was after the birther stuff. So nobody was appalled. Trump took one for the team. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. That's what Trump did. So it had nothing to do with race. It was a Democrat president. And guess what? Flip the rolls. If that president was Ted Cruz and Trump was still a Democrat, Trump would have been doing the birther thing with Ted Cruz for the Democrats. Trump would have said to Hillary, he would have said to Schumer, he would have said to Harry Reid, I'll take care of it. Uh, well, and he would have been doing the birther movement with Ted Cruz. He would have been saying he was born in Canada. He had dual citizenship up to two years ago. He's a Canadian. He's a Canadian. He's a Canadian. I doubt people would have said that Donald Trump, he's trying to, to, to legitimize or illegitimize the first white Canadian president. They wouldn't have done that. Had nothing to do with race. Trump doing what he did had nothing to do with race. Obama was a Democrat. That's it. Had nothing to do with the first black president. When you listen to April Ryan from whatever that show she had. I mean, all of them. All of the Democrat pundits. Rather, it's Andrea Mitchell or Joan Walsh. Jonathan Capar. Trump did what he did because he's a racist. He did, no. So that's what's going on today. Started yesterday. It's going full force today. I'll make a prediction. 
because normally my predictions are pretty spot on on Anderson Cooper tonight and Don Lemon. They will do segments on the birther movement. Mark my words. Mark my words. Tonight, Cooper, Lemon, Maddow, O'Donnell, all do stories on the birther controversy. Why? Because Trump is making headway with black voters. He's making headway with black voters and black voters are repelling from Hillary Clinton. Black voters are repelling from Democrats. So the media, the Democrats, Hillary, got to stop that bleeding. You got to plug those holes. Got to plug those holes. You got to stop that bleeding. And so that's what they're doing today. Stop that bleeding. So that's what they're going to do. 